This is Evidence-Based GI Podcast, and I'm Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief. Today, we'll be discussing new treatments for erosive esophagitis with potassium channel acid blockers, a new class of medications to reduce acid reflux. Now, this is an important topic because there have been no new acid reflux therapies since the introduction of proton pump inhibitors back in the 1980s. Potassium channel acid blockers have been available in Japan for multiple years, but are only becoming available in the United States this year. These agents have been demonstrated to be more potent and to have a faster onset of action than proton pump inhibitors. However, we need to determine if that actually translates into improvement in important clinical endpoints, such as healing of erosive esophagitis. In the November issue of Evidence-Based GI, we summarized the phase three erosive esophagitis randomized control trials. Specifically, in these randomized control trials, patients with endoscopically proven erosive esophagitis were randomized to receive venoprazan 20 milligrams per day versus lanzoprazole or Prevacid 30 milligrams per day, and then underwent a scheduled upper endoscopy at two weeks and again at eight weeks. Patients who achieved complete healing of their erosive esophagitis then were randomized into the maintenance phase of this RCT. Specifically, patients were randomized to receive either 20 milligrams of venoprazan, 10 milligrams of venoprazan, or 15 milligrams of lanzoprazole, and were then followed for an additional 24 weeks or approximately six months. At the end of those 24 weeks, patients underwent an additional upper endoscopy to determine if they continue to have complete healing of their erosive esophagitis. Severity of gastroesophageal reflux symptoms were not a primary endpoint in this trial, although median days to resolution of heartburn symptoms was assessed. So what were the results? In this double-blind RCT, using an intention-to-treat analysis, venoprazan, 20 milligrams per day, was clearly more beneficial than lanzoprazole, 30 milligrams per day. Specifically, 93% of patients on venoprazan achieved complete healing at eight weeks versus 85% of patients on lanzoprazole. The key difference actually occurs 
in the patients with LA grade C or D erosive esophagitis. This actually accounted for about one third of the patients in the trial. In patients who had LA grade C or D erosive esophagitis, there was essentially no difference in healing rates. 92% of those patients with the more severe erosive esophagitis achieved complete healing at eight weeks. However, only 72% of the patients on Lanzoprazole achieved complete healing, an absolute difference of almost 20%. Now, in the maintenance phase, we again see similar improvement. At six months, 81% of the patients on venoprazan, 20 milligrams per day, achieved or maintained complete healing versus only 72% of patients who were on lanzoprazole, 15 milligrams per day. Again, most of this difference comes from the patients who started out with LA grade C or D erosive esophagitis at baseline. Specifically, that if you started out with LA grade C or D erosive esophagitis at baseline, you had a 77% maintenance of healing at six months if you got venoprazan 20 milligrams per day versus only a 61% maintenance of healing at six months with lanzoprazole 15 milligrams per day. There was no difference in the number of patients who had complete resolution of their heartburn symptoms at day three between the two groups. Now, what are the limitations of this research? One limitation might be that the maintenance dose of lanzoprazole was only 15 milligrams per day, whereas we frequently use 30 milligrams of lanzoprazole per day as a maintenance dose in patients with erosive esophagitis. However, this was an FDA registry trial where the uh, study investigators were required to use the FDA-approved dose of lanzoprazole for maintenance of healing, and that's actually 15 milligrams per day. Other concerns might be safety issues. There were no differences in any adverse events between patients treated with venoprazan versus patients treated with lanzoprazole. And since this was only a six-month study, we can't make any comments about whether long-term adverse events could occur with these agents that suppress acid production. So how will this impact my practice? Ultimately, these data clearly demonstrate that venoprazan, 20 milligrams per day, is superior for both healing and maintenance of healing in patients with erosive esophagitis specifically in the patients who start out with LA class C or D erosive esophagitis. In these patients, venoprazan would be my go-to agent if I can get insurance coverage for it.
And that's always a big question in this circumstance, especially since PPIs are available over the counter. It deserves some further discussion about why venoprazan, a potassium channel acid blocker, is superior to proton pump inhibitors for the suppression of acid production. Keep in mind, proton pump inhibitors are acid labile. Therefore, they have to have an enteric coating. That leads to a delayed onset of action. They don't work quickly after you swallow a PPI. And that's why they are not as helpful as a on-demand uh, treatment for heartburn as is H2 receptor antagonists. Also, they have a relatively short half-life of only one to two hours, and they're only binding to activated proton pump inhibitors. That's why the efficacy of proton pump inhibitors is so greatly impacted by whether or not patients take their PPI 30 minutes before breakfast or 30 minutes before dinner. And because they covalently bind to and inactivate only activated proton pumps, it takes several days of repeated dosing to achieve maximum acid inhibition. These issues are very much overcome or alleviated with potassium channel acid blockers. These are aluminal agents that block the potassium channel in the stomach. And it's important to note that thus they are acid stable. So they do not need enteric coating and have a rapid onset of action. And also their half-life is quite a bit longer at nine hours. So it does not take repeated dosing over multiple days to achieve maximal acid inhibition. In fact, maximal acid inhibition can be achieved within a single dose. Finally, we all recognize that some patients will respond to a particular proton pump inhibitor, such as a meprazole, but won't respond well to another proton pump inhibitor, such as lansoprazole. These individual variations seem to be related to polymorphisms in the hepatic CYP2C19 or CYP3A4 enzymes that metabolize proton pump inhibitors. This type of variability is overcome when we use venoprazan as a potassium channel acid blocker. In other words, we're not likely to see the kind of variability in response that we do depending on which proton pump inhibitor we use. So in conclusion, the crux of the matter remains when or for which patients will venoprazam be a preferred agent. There's no doubt that for patients with LA grade C or D erosive esophagitis, that this medication is clearly superior both for healing and maintenance of healing 
compare to using standard doses of a proton pump inhibitor. Also, in my own practice, if I have patients with PPI resistant gastroesophageal reflux symptoms, where there is confirmed abnormal acid exposure based on pH monitoring while the patient is on BID PPI, then a PCAB like venoprazan will be a very welcome addition for those PPI refractory GERD patients. It may also be particularly helpful for patients with nocturnal heartburn. In the near future, we'll see the results of using venoprazan as an on-demand agent for non-erosive reflux disease. And we'll look forward to seeing those results in order to determine other areas where this new agent may be beneficial. Thanks very much for listening. Again, this is Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief of Evidence-Based GI.